Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome, everyone, to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, none other than Dr. Tavara Johnson. And you know me, I'm always excited for today's show. Today, I have an amazing leader. I'm telling you, she is walking in her car, giving a purpose, and she is making an impact in the lives of so many. She will be sharing some of her journey as to how she has emerged from a place of obscurity to dominate the sphere of influences that God would have given to her. And so I want to welcome Dari Lamara to the show, and indeed, it's a pleasure to have you here with me this evening. Thank you, Tavara. It's so great to be here and with your listeners. Well, thank you so much for just taking time out of your busy schedule just to come and share and empower and impact as well as enlighten our listening audience tonight. Absolutely. Now, before we go ahead and get started, I just want you to share with our listening audience and I, just a little bit of who you are. Uh, I am a leadership coach, speaker, trainer, and um, I specialize in family and youth, brain health, and entrepreneurship. And I have owned a dance studio since 1977. I've had about four through through the years. My last one was for 40 years. And so this is where I really have learned so much about youth and family. And I have two grown kids of my own, married, and I live in the U.S., in Michigan, and in Florida. I bounce back back and forth. Wow, that is definitely amazing. Um, you mentioned something that I really, really want us to talk about. Um, you, you shared about having a dance studio for over 40 years. So you've, you've essentially been an entrepreneur for over 40-plus years. How have you been able to be so successful to be able to last a long time? Because I know, you know, the entrepreneurial journey isn't easy, and it's definitely not for the faint at heart, Right. And I see a lot of people, even this day and time, some person may be struggling with it or they, you know, just having a very hard time. So for you, how have you been able to be so successful um, for for so long? Oh, that is a great question. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, I think um, the number one thing as an entrepreneur to, to have the longevity is to put the people first. If I, any time through these, it's like 45 years, 46 years, um, any time that I get off that track where I start to think, oh, I need to do this or work it, um, work it any other way other than putting the people first and I've always had the tagline, make a positive difference in the community. And when I live 
by putting people first and making a positive difference in the community and so like really putting the values ahead like what are my values what do i live by when i put that ahead then it simplifies and it makes each decision more simple nothing's been easy and i started young and i have um i've i've gone through the ringer but i do cherish those moments um but putting people first and listening so i provide a service and i know i'm an expert in that service and i have been for such a long time but i still have to listen and when i'm serving clients and i listen then it just seems to roll better. Um, one thing that I've done to really kind of measure how, how I'm doing as an entrepreneur is through all of those years, I still have student families and the students that are still with me, still connected somehow, from 1977. And I recently sold my 40-year business to a student who was with me for all 40 years of that business. Wow. wow. Yes, and we have a, a, a staff. She's got a staff still. I mean, they've been with us for, I don't know, 15 to 40 years. Wow. Yes, so it, I mean, I would say I, it's going okay because if people are staying, um, something must be going right. And mm-hmm. I, I really believe, you know, making sure that we're serving the people and this is our service. And, yes, we want to have some guide as far as how we're developing the service and what we're offering, but sticking to our values, putting them first, listening, those are just things that will keep us going. Wow. That is amazing. I mean, that is <laughs> that is truly amazing. Um, and then like you mentioned, you talked about having the staff that's been with you so long and then also having the students that have been with you so long. And I'm sure with you being able to, even though you're selling, even though you sold the business to one of your students, I still see it as a legacy because that's someone who's been with you, who you were able to develop. But I'm sure you you have those, um, even gratitude in your heart that you have for being able to sell this business to someone who's been to you, like, you know, you know that the business will be taken care of, the person would have been groomed, you know, like I said, even though um, they're, they're a student, they may not be a family, but they're, you know, they're still like family. And then at the same time, I still see that legacy. So I think that is, um, that is really great. You know, it speaks to your leadership capabilities of who you are, even as a leader, but you also mentioned about putting people first, you know, when you talk about your like your businesses. Um, 
And I know, of course, you know, being maximum leadership, I know one of the things that they also talk to us or they always share about to us, you know, relationships, right? Being, you know, putting the importance on, like you mentioned, people first and, all, and always, also relationship building. And so I think that is so key when you talk about serving clients because people don't want to feel like, oh, you're just trying to get the money. People want to know that at the same time you still value them, you still care, even in the midst of what you're doing. You know, I tell people all the time when it comes to um, in Maxwell Leadership, even though we're there, we know it's a business, but it still feels like family. Like, it doesn't feel like we're in a business, you know, it feels like we're family. Like, we literally feel like you're home, you know, with all the people. And so it's so great that, um, you know, you do the same thing um, definitely even for your business. And so for you, I want to know um, what advice would you give to you know, the business owners who are saying, listen, this is so hard. I don't know if I could make it. You know, I thought I would have been further along than now. Um, you know, I, I believe that this is something that God gave me to do. I believe that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, but I'm still not yielding the results that I would love to yield. What advice would you would you give to that business owner? I, I do get this question quite often um, from people. And I think the longevity is staying on course. So there's so many times that trends come and go and, and people come and go and clients come and go. But if you stay on course, know your why. Know what you're doing this for. And you stay on the course because people will try to knock you off the course. And, you know, you talked about clients and it's, it's you know, them not feeling like, oh, you're only in it for the money. I've never, I've never really had that feeling. I'm in it for the service and what I have to offer to make a difference in whatever business we have, I have five different businesses, but this is the one that has really, um, really given me the tools to be able to talk about running a business because there's so many people involved. And just staying the course, so many times a trend will come in and you're thinking, oh, everybody's doing that, I have to do that. Well, I learned very early on Anytime I got off track from what I do, what my service is, what I am known for, it would set me back. That's when there would be more heat ups and more disappointed people. So if I just stay on track, now we're not going to please everybody, and we kind of have to be okay with that. You try to please you know, you want to try to please your clients, but not everybody aligns with your values. So I wasn't afraid for for my business and my surroundings to stay on track. And it's strong leadership. You need to know who you are and what you have to offer and Stay on that track. When you start trying to be other people, 
it throws you off the track and you're not and that's when you're you're probably going to feel like oh I can't do this I got to give up and anytime I would and trust me I I tried those things <laughs> I tried to go oh let's just follow the trend everybody's doing it oh let's do it this way because that's what you know these other people are doing no that's not me those aren't my values Stay on track, and as soon as I veered off, it would go astray. And once I would recognize that, and in my young years, I didn't know, but now I clearly see the path, and I clearly see any time I would go in a different direction, it would knock me off and set me back. So you can change, I mean, a motto in our business was it's been five minutes, Miss Dory, what are we changing? (laughs) So I'm constantly growing, constantly changing, but it always aligns with my why, my focus, my, what I have to offer. So there's a lot of different styles in each business. When you know why you started the business in the first place, stick to that. You're not gonna you're not gonna have every client in the world. You're gonna have the clients that also align with what you have to offer. And I think if entrepreneurs can keep themselves in their lane, they will enjoy the journey much more. Wow, I think that is so amazing. Um, all of what you shared, what you shared. So, you know, that's impact some of the things that you um, would have mentioned. So, of course, your why, keeping your why at the forefront, which I so believe is so paramount because you mentioned the various trends that may come out and persons may feel or think that, hey, if I jump on this trend, then it'll work for me. Well, because it's working for someone else, <laughs> that doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. But again, you know, it helps someone to, or it would help us all to, the why that is, to know exactly why we got in it in the first place and ensure that we stay aligned and true to what we know we are supposed to, to be doing. Imagine about staying the course, which I think is key because, you know, sometimes so many things come at you and you may say, well, you know, maybe this isn't for me, but in staying the course and going through all the various evolution, I would say that you go through when you talk about being an entrepreneur, I believe that then, you know, you're able to come out at the end and actually see exactly what's going to be happening. And then remember that you can't please everyone. I think this is one of the downfalls that a lot of entrepreneurs who are business owners and thinking that, you know, they could try, they could please everyone. And then you, I know you had shared um, briefly about, the, you know, sometimes different people may come, they may try to get you just to veer off just a little bit. You may be like, oh, you know, yeah, I, I could do that. You know, and it, it, it's not really, sometimes even what you love to do, but, you know, you may do it just because of the individual, because, you know, you wanted the, the funds, but it caused you to get, sidetrack, you know, and um, and then you also mentioned about even though you evolve, 
right? You evolved with that and you still stayed in the why. You still stayed in in the main purpose. And so that takes me to, you know, one of my next questions. Like with all of the businesses that you have, you know, how did you know that like when it was time to shift? Because there are times when you may be doing something, you know, you might have maxed out in terms, I would say, you know, to your potential or a particular area and God may be saying, okay, I want to take you a little higher, so I need you to shift a little bit. And sometimes it could be, it could be within that same business or it could be, you know, now that you mastered, so to speak, do you have one business or you have the staff in place, you have things in place to keep going, you know, for to sustain itself. And then now you're saying, hey, okay, well, now you could possibly go into something else. And you mentioned that, you know, of course, you would have had multiple businesses in multiple industries. So how did you know when it was time for you to make that shift? Uh, well, in in this big case of having this one business for 40 years, it was really difficult because, well, first of all, I've learned so much. And when you have a business for that long, you really go through a lot of changing times in the world. So I think I, I'm so grateful that I stuck it out because I'll tell you, I was only planning on doing that for three years. I'm like, oh, I don't want to own a dance studio, but I'll try it for three years. And 40 years later, you know, I had them. I, I did one. I I stopped, you know, but this one, it just stuck in the community. So through the years, you know, knowing when is it time to shift, when is it time to make the changes, when is it time to get out. The reason that I sold this one, um, it was a seven-year plan. About seven years prior, I started to think it's really time because I knew I had more to offer and I knew I was maxing out with what I could offer in the community that I was in. I did not want to expand. I did not want to grow that particular business anymore because I really wanted to get into the leadership lane and the speaking and helping other people um, in entrepreneurship or helping people with brain health or helping people with family and youth. So those are my really strong points. If I stayed where I was, I would not be servicing my clients as fully as I would want to because I'm thinking about what more can I do for the world. So my, um, the person that bought from me came and she said, oh, I, I want a dance studio, but I want this one. And I was like, okay. So during the pandemic and everything, I was like, well, this is great. I'm just going to close now. And she said, oh, no, oh, no, please don't. And so we kept going. She owns a preschool also, so she's an entrepreneur herself. And we, I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's go. We're going to keep doing this and push through. And then I knew once I could bring it back up to its full, bright um, position again, then it was time to sell and move forward so that I could help even more people. 
so raising the leaders and developing the leaders around me, which is a, a course that I love to um, work with other people on, is to develop the leaders around you. So then it left, it allows for those leaders to keep the legacy going and it expands more of what I can do. Now, in the leadership lane, I go back to that business and I'm still involved and I can bring more, more depth. And so you never really have to go away, but if it's not, if a business is not serving your life well, it's probably better for everyone, for you to make a shift and either sell it, step away, move it into a different direction, reformat the whole thing. So through the years, what I would do to keep it relevant, keep it fresh, is I would make changes, but I would listen to what is happening in the community or in the area where the business serves. So in listening, because it was for children, and I would listen to the families and listen to how the community was changing and listen to how the schools were changing and um, different schedules. And so constantly evolving, like what's going to be the best for the people? Still align, aligning with my why, still aligning with who I am and what I can bring. So one decision was um, we were having a lot of trouble with the weekends. And I thought, okay, you know what I'm going to try? I'm just going to not open on the weekend. And we just didn't serve classes on the weekend. But then I had a teacher who wanted to run a ballet company. And so she rented the space and, and um, started serving other kids on the weekend. So it was just repurposing. And that's kind of thinking outside the box and, and evolving for your why and, and what you need to do. So each business can do that. You just have to remember, oh, my gosh, Dr. Tavaro, remember this. And listeners, this is important. Take time to stop and think. Take time to stop and think. We can't just keep running, 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 because then it just becomes a circle. When we take time to stop and think, that's when the light bulbs go on. <laughs> that's yeah. when you can get a clear path. Yeah. Wow. I think all of that you share is so um it's so amazing. You still are a part of the organization that you had in terms of adding value, you know, wanting to develop those around you so you realize when it was time for the shift. And I like that you, you know, that you really letting persons know that, hey, the shifting doesn't mean that you are not in alignment or it doesn't mean that you 
cannot still allow, or that it still won't allow, align with your why, right? Um, and being able to, like how you said, in terms of shifting into the, the leader, the coach, the speaker, or the basketball leadership, it really it really does allow you to to do more, to to be able to serve more. You did mention that you knew that there was more. You wanted to do more. And there's a level of maturity, I believe, in one, selling your business, right, knowing that there is more, knowing that, hey, let me take the risk because you really, as entrepreneurs or even anyone who's interested in personal development or growth, you do know that you have to, you should know, I should say, that you, you know there are certain risks that risk that you have to take. And that's essentially what you did, even while knowing that there was more. And you always say for you, you go into your, what Dory likes to do is to serve people. And so even in that, you were still thinking, hey, there's more. Okay, how can I serve the people more? You also mentioned about listening, which I believe is a, a very important skill or attribute that a person should have if they're going to be able to go to the next level, especially in business, right? You talked about listening to the community, listening to the persons at the schools, like what were they saying in order to be able to to make that shift? I think a lot of times our clients tell us what they want, right? But sometimes some people don't listen. But you have to really listen to what it is that they want and what they desire, um, to do. And so I am just so grateful for all of the nuggets that you shared with us thus far. And this is truly, uh, you know, an amazing interview so far. And, you know, I'm sure persons who are listening in, they're tuning in. I know for me personally, I am, I have been blessed. I have been even getting the various nuggets from what you have been sharing myself. So I'm actually here taking notes <laughs> for sure. I'm definitely here taking notes. But um, for you, so clearly you are someone who are who's been, you know, in the community. You're someone who who listens to the community. You're someone who networks as well. Um, as I know for you, you've been, you know, you served on the local chamber of Commerce Sports, you know, in your home and I mean, in your hometown or what have you. And so one of the things that again for you, I know, is just serving, but all of it is still. Um, it's still being able to network as well. And so for those who may be listening, and I want you to share with them even the importance of being able to network or networking as a business owner, because I do know that sometimes people try to work in silos, and it's kind of, I mean, you can't get anything accomplished like that. But how important is it to, you know, of course, network and, and have allies, so to speak, and persons who you know, you could probably, you guys could probably serve each other or, you know, each other's businesses or what have you. Share with us how important that is to um, the entrepreneurial journey or even as a business owner. Oh, absolutely. I think it is very important to get out in your community and whether they are I, I honestly think that the local Chamber of Commerce is one of the greatest tools. So whether it's a Rotary Club or a Chamber of Commerce or Toastmasters or anything in your community. So the Chamber of Commerce has been one of my biggest. And any community that I'm in, I feel that networking in the Chamber of Commerce 
is one of the best. It's entrepreneurs and it's people that are uh, living for their community. And so with Maxwell Leadership now, we have so many calls we can get on and we have, um, we have events to attend. So that is worldwide and getting on the calls and listening to other people and what their questions are and what they're going through, that really helps drive me in being, being able to help more people because we're listening to what's happening around the world. And in your business, if you're just in your smaller business in a community, the Chamber of Commerce or local groups are great. Another thing that I did was when I first started out, I would attend the school board meetings every few months. It, they were in the evening, later, and I would just pop in and listen. And when you listen to things that are going on in the community, whether it's a school board meeting or a um, community like your city council meeting or, um, or go to the chamber event, you're hearing and you're tapping into what's going on in the community. That is where I learned so much. And it helps the business because then people get to know who you are. And if you are showing up and you're genuinely showing up and caring about, like, what is going on and how can I contribute, that, that really makes a difference. I mean, when my kids were in school, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the parent-teacher association meetings and and then I ended up, I don't even know how I had time, but I was the president of the PTA. And then with the Chamber of Commerce, I served on the boards. And because I want to have a voice, I want to make a difference. And I also knew when to get out. So I was on the Chamber board for a long time. And I saw some new talent coming in and younger. And I thought, wow, if I... If I just get off, there's more seats to bring these new ones on. And I know this community enough that I can speak up. I don't have to be on the board to speak up. So I took myself off and, um, and it allowed, allowed for new ideas and new people to come on. And it's been such a joy to see them developing and, and learning and growing now, too. So anything that you can attend. Now, I don't, I don't recommend as an entrepreneur that you spend all of your time going to these events and being on calls all of the time, but I think that you do need to tune in. So whether it is while you're getting ready in the morning or listening to a podcast or I'm listening to something uh, to motivate you and learn from, absolutely, we need to be connected with what's going on out in the world. That's how our business is going to grow. Another thought with that is listen. So we hear sometimes, you know, you see what's going on, you hear what's going on, you're, 
you're looking at it. But I always looked at everything like, how could I make this different? How can I apply this to what I do? What can I do from this experience that's going to make things better in my business or for myself personally or the community? So pay attention to what's going on. Not just, don't just show up, but be engaged. Wow. That is so good. You know, um, just being able, like, like you said, not just show up, but be engaged. And listen to you, you share that, like for you, the, the lens that you, you look at everything is how can I make this different? You know, how can I pretty much, you know, make a change? And you also said something that I thought was so profound where some leaders and I have a difficulty doing. With you being on the, the chamber and the boards or the different boards that you were on, knowing when to take a step back, knowing when other talent would be best to go ahead and carry on the, you know, carry carry the baton to the next level, because you know this journey that we're on is it's it's really it's a, it's a marathon, and sometimes you do have to pass it on to other people, and and that's okay. And I think what you shared was just so great, just being able to go to different places. And for those who are business owners, if you're tuning in, you know, hey, go to your local chamber of commerce, see vendors that they're having meetings, they hear what's going on. And of course, to see how you can add value to your community. And I think that is so great. I think all of the networking um, tools that you share or advice, I think it was so, um, so great. And I do believe that persons who are tuning in tonight can actually utilize what it is that you um, have been sharing, and I can tell you that like, this is amazing. This interview is just so amazing. And uh, one of the things I want to know from you, Dory, what advice would you give to other business owners on the importance of developing themselves? Now, I I know that you are doing it. <laughs> I know for sure that you're doing it. But what advice, you know, for those persons who may say, "Listen, I don't have the time." Or they even feel like, you know, I don't need it. Like, what advice would you give to them? Because I do believe if you develop yourself also as a business owner or as an entrepreneur or whatever it may be, I think it uh, it, it allows you to further add value to those who you are responsible for or even your business. So how important is it for them to still at the same time maintain a balance or a schedule or have some goal as to how they will further develop themselves so it can further develop their business? Ah, such a great question, and I do have some advice on that. (laughs) It is a matter of, would you like to find yourself trembling in a nervous breakdown on the floor out of control, out of mind and body, and being not well physically and mentally? Or would you like to invest in yourself and grow? Because I've done both. And many years ago, before I knew about, um, before I knew, so I always trained in my area of expertise. So I was always learning more about dance, dance education, education. 
But I was investing all of what I was learning in only what I did, my business. And I did not think about investing my brain and body and soul. So I am in my 60s. So way back then, they didn't talk about that too much. And I learned because I went through mental breakdowns. And I went through a doctor saying, you're, you're kind of like dead. And so 10 years ago, I revamped my entire life. My food was first, what I put in. And then what I was reading, what I was doing, who I was around. And that's what brought me to Maxwell Leadership. And that personal development, and I had always, I had been with the Miss America program when I was younger. So I did, like, development, but it was always for, for something, to achieve something, to, um, to better my career. It was always to better my career. And what I recognized was it was teaching me back then to learn about myself, which I did, and it helped me create values, and it helped me create a wonderful path of life. But I didn't feed myself right, even though I thought I was, and I thought I was leading this healthy lifestyle and everything. It just wasn't right for me and my blood type, which is what something that I learned. And so investing in yourself with your personal care and your brain health, and that's why I'm such a passionate brain health trainer now, and leadership. If you're an entrepreneur, you're a leader. So if we don't learn more about leadership and about personal care, we're probably going to be frustrated, overwhelmed, upset, and all of the negative feels that go along with it because everything's going to bother us when we're not well from the inside out. And so now I learned more about the difference of what to invest in. So, yes, we invest in learning about our craft and what we do in our, our businesses. But I learned more when I stepped outside of just the business and I learned more about helping myself self-grow, with personal growth, personal development, my personal growth plan, not just dreams and goals. Thank you, John Maxwell, for saying growth plan. And what 
um, what I did, who I was associated with, what I was listening to, and getting into this Maxwell Leadership Community was the frosting on the cake for me. And uh, I can't imagine being where I am now without personal growth and personal development and leadership. How do we make it in entrepreneurship if we don't think of ourselves as a leader? And I say that with parenting, too. You're a leader. And as a teacher, you're a leader. As a coach, you're a leader. In your business, you're a leader. So we should really be learning a lot about leadership. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. once that happened, wow, wow, the skies opened. Wow. I don't think a lot of people really see themselves as leaders, like how you broke it down. You know, you could be, if you're a coach, you're a leader. I mean, like, I think some people think leadership is just based on title, but, you know, John Maxwell says leadership is influence, and I do believe that any influence that you have over anyone, and they are, you know, they're listening to you and everything else, like, you're a leader, and so... I definitely want to say, you know, thank you so much for sharing that because I think that is something that's important for persons who are tuning in to actually know. Now, you would have shared so much. Um, you gave us so much great nuggets, so much insight, wisdom from your journey as to being a business owner and even now, you know, really you've been functioning leadership for over 40 years. That's really what you've been doing. And being able to stand the test of time, I want to know, you know, what final advice do you have for, you know, us leaders or business owners? Like, what final advice would you um, give to us before we before we go? A couple things I want to say. First of all, as John Maxwell says, that leading yourself is the hardest person to lead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so discipline disciplining yourself consistency will build a momentum a little bit every day just a little bit every day will add up to big results so when you're feeling overwhelmed stop and think and get a plan for a little bit every day. And also, I always want to end with get up, dress up, and show up. Mm. That's really good. A little bit every day, get up, dress up, and show up. Because, you know, you have to show up for your business. You have to really get up, dress up, and show up every day for yourself every day for your business. You know, these are the things that you have to do. But like you mentioned, of course, you know, of course you you reflect. You know, you stop or you pause when you need to reflect. You know, you think. And if you feel overwhelmed, you do a little bit every day. And so, Dora, I want to really thank you so much for joining me tonight. Like I said, you know, just coming on and empowering and equipping 
um, not just our listening audience, but even myself, I was truly blessed and motivated and inspired by all of what you would have shared with us tonight. But before we go, I just want you to let our listening audience know of how they can stay connected with you at events that you would be that you have coming up, any workshops. Um, just go ahead and you know give them your also your um your email, your social media handles as how they can stay updated with all that you have going on. Sure, I would love to. Um, my website is GrowEliteLeaders.com, and I'm on Facebook, uh, Elite Leaders LLC, and I do post a little. Uh, Dory Lamara Matkowski is my um, my personal Facebook. And I have, I, I love to just present workshops. I do Zoom or live workshops for youth or parents or entrepreneurs, whatever you need. My favorite workshops that I do is um, developing the leaders around you. Leadership at Home, it's one that I incorporate some of John Maxwell's um, Everyone Communicates, Few Connect, and 15 Laws of Growth. And I also um, love presenting Jeff Henderson's What You're Known For. And all of those are things that I've touched on during this um, broadcast today, and um, I would love to connect, and let's just keep leading and growing. Awesome, awesome. Be, everyone, be sure to go ahead and follow uh, Dory. Go ahead and connect with her. You, as you can hear from you know, our interview today, you won't be disappointed. I definitely want to thank everyone for tuning in to today's show with my amazing guest, Dory. Lamara, be sure to join me every week for another episode of Emergence Radio Talk. You know this is the show where you will be inspired to emerge, occupy, and take dominion. Once again, I'm Dr. Tavara Johnson, your host. Be sure to connect and stay connected with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, TikTok, under Dr. Tavara Johnson or Tavara Johnson. Be sure to visit my website at tavarajohnson.com. If you need to email me, it's info at thevirajohnson.com. You can do so if you desire coaching, training. Uh, even if you want to be a guest on the show, be sure to send me an email, and I definitely look forward to connecting with you all. And so blessings, everyone, and enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Radio Talk. For more information on Emergence Radio Talk, Emergence Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at or follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. That's Tavara Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining us.